Hi, hello, and welcome or welcome back to the Kelevate podcast. My name is Kelly, and if you're new here, I apologize in advance for any sounds of cars or dogs barking or people revving their engines or saying hello to me as I pass by them because I am currently recording this episode on a walk and that has just become the vibe of this podcast and I'm really enjoying doing it this way even if that means drastically sacrificing the sound quality so my apologies about that and I am feeling inspired by a conversation that I had earlier today with my cousin and dear friend And it's something that has been weaving in and out of my life for, I would say, the last two years now, where I've really been deepening my understanding of this and building upon it in my own life with evidence to support this new belief system and this new operating system in my life. And it has to do simply put, with happiness and the ways that we have been conditioned to look for happiness in our lives. And I mean, I think it's no secret at this point that a lot of the things that we think are going to bring us happiness won't. And we have endless evidence of this in the world right now that I think you probably already agree that having a certain amount of money in your bank account is not going to be the key to happiness or having a relationship or having a career or having a body or a pant size. All of those external things are obviously not going to make us happy but I think that there is a deep disconnect and missing piece that we all have when we start to come to this understanding when we start to really acknowledge that happiness is going to come from something beyond just external accomplishments and material gain. So where do we look? Where do we go from there? What is happiness? And I want to start by offering you a redefined version of happiness that I created for myself a couple of years ago. And this came to me in meditation. And it felt very profound to me when I first heard it. And I felt excited about it because it felt very true. It felt very deeply rooted in something that I wanted more of whatever it was. And I've spent the last two years 
building upon this new definition of happiness. And so for me, happiness is not the absence of sadness or the absence of stress or anger or insecurity or disappointment or frustration. Happiness is not the absence of any feeling. It's not the opposite of any feeling. Real happiness embraces all of it. Happiness is within the acceptance of sadness, anger, frustration, stress. And this felt very true for a couple of reasons. The main one being that if happiness is the absence of or the opposite of sadness, that means that if I want to be happy, I have to do everything in my power to avoid sadness. Sounds simple enough, but if I really look at what's required of me to avoid sadness, I start to look at a lot of things that are completely out of my control. Because there are gonna be circumstances that happen in life that my mind is gonna interpret a certain way and it's gonna bring up feelings of sadness or stress or disappointment or frustration. And when that would happen and I was believing that in order for me to be happy, I needed to avoid feeling sad. I would really resist the sadness that was present or the stress that was present. And when I was resisting it and judging it and wanting it to go away so that I could be happy, it was actually making it stick. When we judge something, we're stuck with it. And with this belief system that I needed to avoid feelings that I had labeled as negative in order to have what I want, in order to be happy in my life, it was creating an environment where I was just very consistently at war with myself and at war with reality. And that in and of itself was making me unhappy. And so that brought up the question, is it the sadness that's here that's making me unhappy? Is it the stress in my life that's making me unhappy? Or is it my judgment of the sadness and the stress that's making me unhappy? Is it my resistance to the stress and the sadness that's making me unhappy? 
Is it my relationship with my emotions and with reality that's making me unhappy? And so I started to test it. And I started to really work with emotional acceptance and somatic tools to change my relationship with emotions. Because it's so in our nature to resist what doesn't feel good. And I think there's so much that creates that in our upbringing, our conditioning, in our environment, where we are scolded for crying or told not to be sad or made to feel weak for expressing certain emotions. We're shamed for getting angry. And if that's how we're being brought up in this world, of course, we're going to create our own inner representation of the external judgment and resistance that we were receiving around our emotional experiences. And so we're going to judge ourselves and we're going to resist ourselves when we are feeling sad, stressed, angry, just as a natural byproduct. It just comes second nature to us. And so really intentionally working to change my relationship with emotion was a challenge because it required so much moment to moment self-awareness. And in addition to that, it required a heck of a lot of self-compassion and acceptance, which I would argue is the even harder bit. Because even though I wanted to believe and was trying to believe that the key to my happiness was to accept every single emotional experience that comes my way, I was still in deep resistance to every single emotion that came my way for years. And I would say it wasn't until very recently that I started to notice an increase in moments where I would pause and acknowledge how I was feeling and acknowledge my immediate desire to judge and resist and get rid of and fix how I was feeling and to create space around those moments to just be with what was. To just drop in and notice, what is this feeling like? Where am I feeling this the most in my body? 
in separating my mental experience of the emotion and my physical experience of the emotion, which was big for me because I have recognized for myself and I see this in so many people, I tend to attract a lot of clients that are so like me, which is so interesting. So I've worked with a lot of clients who are very heady and they experience life through their mind so much more than they experience it through their body. And I was the same way. I, I would even say I am the same way and I'm shifting it. But what this meant is that when I was feeling sad, I knew I was feeling sad because my thoughts were sad. And when I was feeling stressed, I knew I was stressed because I was experiencing very rapid and chaotic and scary thoughts. And it wasn't until I started to create intentional space around the moments that I was feeling upset to tune into what is the experience in my body right now beyond the story about it, beyond the story that my mind is spinning about what created how I'm feeling, what I need to do in order to get out of what I'm feeling. But underneath all of the story, what is my raw experience of right now? What am I actually feeling in my body? What feels unsettled? What feels tense? And just noticing what happens when I drop into the body and be with the raw sensations of my emotional experience beyond the story about it. And what I started to really recognize both mentally, but also on a deeper body understanding is that everything that I have been labeling as negative and bad, everything that I had perceived as a threat or as a problem was really only sensation in my body. It was a sensation in my stomach or a throbbing sensation in my chest or a tight clenching sensation in my throat. And without the story about those things, I realized that those sensations weren't nearly as much of a threat as I was acting like they were. And it was through that lived experience, not just understanding that from my mind, but really giving myself continuous opportunity to understand it in my body, that it became so much more easy, but also so much more natural for me to accept 
myself and accept my emotions in the moments where I was feeling upset. And it started to happen where I would be experiencing rapid thoughts about a problem I was perceiving in my life and working myself up over it, getting sad, getting angry, feeling so stressed out about it, and then pausing and dropping out of the mind into my body to just get curious with what is my experience of this moment beyond the thoughts, beyond the story. And I would give myself more evidence of, oh, the thing that I'm perceiving as a threat is just an innocent little sensation in my body. And maybe it doesn't feel comfortable, but it's certainly not horrible or painful. And when I'm really honest, without the story about the sensation, they're not even unpleasant. It's just energy in my body that wants to be felt. And through this practice, I also started to notice both in my mind and in my body, having a lived experience of the fact that these sensations, these emotions went away all by themselves without me needing to do anything about it, without me needing to change my external environment to get rid of it, without me needing to judge it and push it away. But as soon as I just acknowledged it and welcomed it and allowed it to be a part of my experience, it moved on, all on its own. And then the thing that I was perceiving as a huge threat, something that I was working myself up over to try to fix, to, to try to figure out how to get more money in my bank account or how to get another client or how to make my body thinner or how to change this conflict with this person. The need for that just went away. It, it didn't feel like an emergency anymore because I acknowledged what I was actually perceiving as a threat. And ironically, once I allowed what was happening to happen, and I got into real acceptance of my emotional experience in my body, it created such a deep and profound sense of safety and freedom and trust in myself that it opened me up to so much more inspiration and creativity and opportunity to find better solutions to the outside world, to get creative 
and to move in my life from a place of creativity and inspiration and acceptance rather than moving and, ma and making decisions and acting out of a need to escape what I was feeling. And I think what is starting to happen collectively in the world right now, and I'm not the first one to speak about this. I have heard many different speakers reference the same thing in their own ways, is that we are moving into a world right now where we cannot act out of an avoidance of our emotions anymore. Not like we used to. Because there was definitely a time where responding to a feeling of stress in the body by doing a whole bunch of action and working really hard and trying to create results in the external world as a way to escape feeling stressed was relatively successful. And you could create money when you felt stressed and unsafe. And you could find a relationship when you were feeling lonely and sad. And you could change your body and, and lose a bunch of weight when you were feeling insecure. And it worked in that it created external results. And maybe it created a false temporary sense of the opposite emotion, feeling secure, confident, happy, connected, but it wasn't real. And it wasn't real because that sense of safety, of security, of confidence, of love, of connection that we created by doing a bunch of action and escape of how we're feeling was creating a world where it was a given that I can only feel this way. I can only feel confident. I can only feel secure when these circumstances are this way. When I'm not experiencing that opposite emotion. And that's going to inherently limit you. Because if your confidence is coming from a place of, well, I'm not feeling insecure because I lost a bunch of weight and my clothes are smaller, then you're still going to have this given that, but if I gained weight or if I skip a workout or if I eat a little bit too much or if somebody points out that I still don't look good enough and I need to lose more weight, then my confidence is going to go away. I'm going to feel insecure again. And just that whole construct is going to make you feel inherently insecure. Because your confidence is rooted in something external that could be taken away from you. And same goes with security, with money or career. If you were feeling insecure, and stressed out about money 
And so you use that as motivation to do a bunch of action and to work hard and create all of these opportunities and become successful and make money. You might feel a sense of security, but notice how that sense of security comes with the given that you can only feel secure if these circumstances stay the same. If you keep the money or you keep the job or you keep progressing and you can only feel secure as long as nothing happens that could make you feel insecure. And that in and of itself is creating a construct where your security could be taken from you at any moment with an unexpected bill or getting fired or whatever. And with that given, you're not gonna be feeling very secure. And so we are moving into a time right now where we cannot rely on that old way. It's falling apart. It's becoming next to impossible to operate in our lives that way. And so what we really need to do in order to transcend this disempowering pattern and to move into a world where we feel infinitely secure and happy and peaceful and safe in our lives, unconditional of any other circumstance, it starts with creating a relationship with your emotional experiences that happen on a day-to-day basis where you can accept them, where you notice yourself falling into a pattern of trying to escape where you are and how you're feeling and you pause and you create space around that moment to just be with where you are and who you are and what you are and how you are in that moment without needing to change a thing and just giving that emotion full permission to be a part of your human experience. And what you'll notice, and you don't have to believe me, but I wanna challenge you to find out for yourself is that when you accept insecurity and stress and you really just let it be there and you give yourself unconditional permission to feel how you're feeling, you will feel so deeply secure and it will feel deep in that you will know that that level of security and safety that you just accessed could never be taken away from you because it's not conditional on anything outside of you. It's not conditional on insecurities and fears and stressful thoughts not being there. 
So you'll notice that there's a security and a safety that just is there all the time. And it's there even in the presence of the insecurity and the fear and the stress that you were believing needed to go away. And you will notice when you're feeling sad and lonely and you pause to create space around that emotional experience and to accept it and to allow it to be here as much as it wants to be here, you will discover a sense of joy and love and connectedness that is so deep because you know that it could never be taken away from you, that it's not situation dependent, that it's not reliant on somebody being there or not being there. And just imagine how you can move in your life from that knowing and from connecting to that more often in your life. If you are already feeling secure and safe and joyful and peaceful, how much more inspired would you be? How much more energy would you have? How much more present would you be? And what would you be able to create in your life from that place in comparison to what it is that you're creating from this default fight or flight needing to escape where I am right now and get to some arbitrary point in the future that I'm assuming is going to be better than where I am right now. That's the old way. And it's falling apart. And if this resonated with you in any way, I am so grateful that you took the time to listen to this. Because I think that this is so, so, so important. And I hope that you can hear in my voice the authenticity of this that comes from my real lived experience of how true this is and how powerful this is and how life-changing and life-giving this is. And it's taken me a lot of time, a lot of patience, and a lot of intention to arrive in a place where I am so damn clear on what it is that needs to happen in order for me to experience joy, peace, confidence, safety, and security in my life. And in order to feel really, truly free. And that, that closes that bridge between the understanding that our happiness, security, confidence, joy, 
love cannot come from the outside world. It can't come in a certain amount of material possessions, a new car, a house, a bank account, a job, a relationship, a body. It closes that gap where we really get to experience what it's like to live life beyond those external limitations and then see what happens as a natural byproduct of living your life that way. What external circumstances happen as a natural byproduct? How much healthier and fitter and more confident are you in your body when you're really living from that place? How much more money are you able to make and how much money do you just naturally save because you're not spending on all of these addictions and things that are used to cope and to escape the present moment? That is what I like to call the inside out way of living where we source our deeper desire of freedom, happiness, confidence, security, safety, love, connection inside of ourselves. And we foster a relationship with it so that it feels so authentic and so deep and so unconditionally a part of your human experience that you get to see what happens as a natural byproduct of that in the outside world. In any area of your life that you are wanting to change, whether it's in your career or in your business or in your health with your body, in relationships. And if this is resonating with you, and you're feeling really connected to this message and you really wanna try this out and understand, not just from your mind, but from your lived experience, what it means to live your life from the inside out, I wanna offer you a gift. And it's a gift that is gonna sound like it's connected to some strings and that there's a catch to it and i understand and that's okay if you're resistant or if you're hesitant or skeptical i get it in this day and age who wouldn't be when we're always indoctrinated with things where we get something for free but then we're um, spammed in our email or we're we feel pressured into buying something that we didn't really want to buy. That's just the way that sales has kind of moved in this world. And I think it's just as icky as you probably think that it is. And that's why I have found it to be a big challenge in my life because as someone that owns her own business and is responsible for her own income in that way. I am always so afraid that people are going to perceive me in that really scammy, sleazy, salesy, cares about money sort of way. 
And that is the last thing that I would want you to think about me with this offer that I am doing for the months of December and January, where I am giving out to 12 different people a 90 minute transformational coaching session completely for free with no strings attached. And let me put it this way, just to maybe get you onto the same page that I'm at. And then you can choose if you decide to believe me and take me up on this offer or not. And that's totally up to you. But let me just say that I love what I do so much. And I love to connect with people on this deep work. I mean, clearly I'm passionate about it. It's changed my life. And I actively and willingly talk about it on this podcast that I have no clue <laughs> if anyone is ever going to listen to it, but I'm just so passionate about talking about it that I do it anyways. And I have grown my coaching business by offering free sessions. And the thing is, is that sometimes someone will take me up on an offer like this and we will do a completely free 90 minute ish transformational coaching session and they will love the experience so much and get excited about what could happen in their life if they had more of that in their life that they will sign up to work with me on an ongoing basis and that's great and then sometimes Someone will take me up on this offer and we'll do a, a transformational coaching session. And then I'll give them my advice, my support, what I see for them, what I think is really gonna serve them and their life moving forward. And then we go our separate ways. And maybe they come back to me, maybe they never do. Maybe they end up referring someone to me that they think could use my help. So there are no inherent strings attached to this offer. And sure, there's a benefit to me that I get to do what I love. I get to expand my reach. And that is how I choose to do business. And it's worked out pretty well for me in that I've sustained my coaching business over a, a global pandemic without really ever doing any marketing or anything really to promote my services, just been almost purely based on referrals, and I feel very grateful for that. So if you would like to take me up on this offer, all you have to do to start this process is to fill out the form that I'm gonna link below in the description of this episode. It's a very short form, and once you've submitted that Google form, I'll just reach out to you with some times that I have available and then we'll go from there. Anyways, I so grateful for you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this talk. That is crazy to me. I hope you have the absolute best day of your life so far. And I still look forward to connecting with you over my next breakthrough. <laughs>